Welcome to Words of Music by Billy Joel. I'm Jeff Schock, director of the Billy Joel Archives. During Billy's 1996 lecture tour, he discussed stories behind his songs. These are not media interviews, but rather a candid exchange between Billy and a small audience. This is not a concert, it is simply questions and answers, and perhaps a little music. You know, I wrote that song, Only the Good Die Young. Because some places had trouble. There was an Archdiocese of St. Louis, I think, banned the song. And Seton Hall University banned the song. I mean, they, they banned the song. I'll tell you what I'll do. I can't really pull it off without the drums, but I'll play the original way I wrote it, which was, I'll show you how I wrote it, okay? <laughs> Believe it or not, I brought this to the band like this. Come out, Virginia, don't let me wait. You Catholic girls start much too late. Sooner or later comes down the fit. Might as well be the one. Right that ruta do pop pop pop. They showed you a statue, told you to pray, built you a temple and locked you away. They never told you the price that you paid for things that you might have done. Only the good die young. That's what I said. We might be laughing a bit too loud, but that never hurt no one. So come on, Virginia, show me a sign. Send up a signal, I'll draw you the line. Stained glass curtain, you're hiding behind. Never lets in the sun. And darling, only So, my drummer, Liberty DeVito, who's another Long Island guy, right? He looks at me, he goes, what's with this phony Caribbean accent? You're not from Jamaica. Only the good die young. He goes, I'm not gonna play that. Because at the time there was, and I'm, I was wanted to do it as a regular reggae song, and it was right about the time the police came out. And the police could, you know, they did a version of reggae which was just blowing everybody away. They were, that was a great band. So Liberty said, I ain't playing that that way. So he decided he would do it like a shuffle. And like, you know, we shuffled it along. So it was a cross between reggae and shuffle. But there really was a girl named Virginia, too. Um, even though it's, you know, symbolic Virginia, virgin, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, but I never understood why they had problems with the song because... There's this guy, I'm going, come on out, Virginia, you Catholic girls, you won't do this, you won't do that. So far, this girl's virtue seems to be intact, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, what's the problem? 
Now, what happened was that they put this out as a single, uh, and um, it came out, and then this, these, these stations started to ban it. And the single was kind of dying anyway as a single. It wasn't really selling that well. And then they started to ban it. And then people started going out and buying this thing in droves. You know, like, is, you want to sell something? Ban it. Because people, what don't they want me to hear? What don't, what shouldn't I listen to? What? What don't you want me to hear? So I, I believe in freedom of speech. I mean, you know, like, you tell people that they can't do something in America, people are going to go, oh, yeah? Oh, really, no? You know? So the thing went, boom, it was a huge hit. And I wrote a letter to Seton Hall, you, thank you very much. And so. Come out, Virginia, don't let me wait. You Catholic girls start much too late. All the sooner or later, it comes down to fate. I might as well will be the one. Well, they showed you a statue, told you to pray. They built you a temple and locked you away. Ah, but they never told you the price that you pay for things that you might have done. Only the good die young. That's what I said. Right before the Beatles came out, they were trying to foist this music on us like Fabian, you know, Frankie Avalon. There was because rock and roll, when it's really got going in the late fifties, there was a lot of rhythm and blues and a lot of African American artists that were getting you know, they were really putting out the real thing, the real rock and roll, and it was like too raw for like a lot of radio stations. And they said, oh, well, the kids are gonna start having sex if they listen to this stuff, you know? They're gonna start doing the bump and the grind. We gotta clean this up. So they put out like Frankie Avalon, you know? Venus in blue jeans. You know, you ever hear like uh, Little Richard, the different, Little Richard wrote Tutti Frutti. Uh, so, this is right before the Beatles, so. Little Richard. A wop, wop, loop, wop, loop, bam, boom, to the booty, I'll root it. 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 A wop, wop, loop, wop, loop, bam, boom, I gotta go. They made it. Always trying to boop, I gotta go. So, no, he doesn't have to hit on white radio. White radio stations don't play it. So Pat Boone does a cover version of it. And here's Pat Boone's version. Tutti frutti, all rooty, tutti frutti. Wop, bop, loop, bop, a lop, bam, boom. I got a girl named Maisie, who she drives me crazy. <laughs> and they, but they were trying to sanitize this stuff. And so there was a period right before the Beatles came out where there was like this anti-rock and roll movement. And the Beatles came out and they, Basically, we're giving us back our own music. They were doing, we're shaking a baby now, shake it. They were doing the Isley Brothers, and they were doing, um, uh, you know, old rock and roll. Uh, Chuck Berry songs, right. Roll over Beethoven. And um, the Beatles, big, big influence. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress trashy till you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Funny, but it's still rock and roll to me. Although it may change week to week, 
Billy's often asked, what is your favorite song from your work? I think my favorite, uh, actually, let me call it an album, because I really make albums. I don't really write hit singles. Like, I sit down, well, I think I'll knock off a hit right now, you know? I, it doesn't work like that. I write a whole album, I hand the album into the record company, and they pick the song that they want to give to the radio to play. Um, well, I think a lot of the hits are kind of novelty records, like Uptown Girl was kind of a weird record. Uh, uh, we Didn't Start the Fire, that's kind of like one of those freaky records, you know, like, they're coming to take me away, hoo-hoo-ha. <laughs> you know? Or Monster Mash, they did the mash. They did the Monster Mash. Um, so, but my favorite album was an album that probably was the, one of the least successful commercial albums. It was called The Nylon Curtain. Okay. And it was written back in 1982. It was a very transitional time for me. I, I was going uh, through a divorce. Uh, I, I, got, I was in a bad motorcycle accident. Um, a lot of very heavy things were, were happening at the time. And, um, but I think it's, I, I'm the, it's the work that I'm the most proud of. It's called The Nylon Curtain. So that's, that's one of my favorite. Well, we're living here in Allen. More music and information can be found at billyjoel.com. Thanks for listening.